your brain is using networks to get things done. And if you think about two of the, the major functions of leadership, one of them is that a task to be done and your job is to make sure that the tasks get completed. And the other is that you have to make sure that your teams work well together and that you know your people are okay and that team morale is kept high so that you're getting the best out of your people. So if we take those as two of the kind of primary roles of leaders and you think about, okay, so what networks in the brain would we need in order to, to fill those two very different functions? Whenever there's a task to be completed, we activate the, the central executive network and it does decision-making and planning. So it's the one that, that kind of works out what's the goal, what are the sub-goals that we need to get there, and how do I make sure that that job gets done? When you're doing the thinking about your team, you use a different network, which is the default mode network. And the reason it's called the default mode network, it's a really strange name, is that when we first got fMRI machines, um, one of the questions that was asked by neuroscientists was, what does your brain do when it's doing nothing? So when you're just mind-wandering, sitting, daydreaming, that sort of thing, what is it that you is still active in your brain? And the bits of the brain that are active by default, the default mode network, tend to be the parts of the brain that we now know are responsible for considering yourself in relation to others. So it's the bits of the brain that do the people-oriented stuff, the bits of the brain that think about why somebody might have behaved like that and your interactions with people and how you might improve them and you know how other people are interacting together and what influence you have to make that better. So these two networks are available to us for the different kinds of tasks of, of leadership. And you might think, well, that's that's fine. We just activate the, you know, them as we need them. But the biggest difficulty is that when one is active, the other is suppressed. So we can only really activate one at a time. You can't activate them both together. And yet many things in leadership need us both to be thinking about tasks and people simultaneously. So we've got a problem just in the way that our brain is structured and the way that it works. We have a problem with the kinds of tasks that we need to do in leadership. And it kind of gets a little bit worse than that, because if you're in an organization where it's really busy and full on, then there's always tasks to be done. And so you will be really, really good at getting tasks completed because you'll be driving that network most of the time. And we know that the more we drive a particular network, the more efficiently it becomes wired. But it will be at the expense of the one that you're not using. Right. And when we are consistently rewarded for getting the job done, then we seek out those rewards again and again. And it can get to the stage that when you're always trying to get the job done, you begin to dehumanize the people that are doing the job. They just become the cogs in the wheel. And so you stop looking after your people. So, you know, that, you know, the thing that we've always heard about the, the boss that goes in and says, right, I want a report from you tomorrow on my desk, nine o'clock. Don't care what you're doing tonight. Cancel it. That's about the task becoming more important than the person. If you spend too much time in the default MOTEP network and worry about your team all the time, you can see there's a problem there because then you don't get the job done. So we need something that allows us the time and space to operate in both of those networks. And what we know is that when you're away from work and there are no jobs to be done, 
your brain will naturally cycle between the two networks. And it will do the kind of strategic thinking about, well, these are the jobs that I need to get done and who might be the best person to, to do them and how might I encourage them to help me with this. And so you, you begin to be able to pass information between the networks so that you can do that more strategic thinking. But you have to be away from the task-oriented, busy, busy workplace in order to allow that to happen. So this is why slowing down to speed up You'll get much better solutions. You'll get much more creative solutions. You'll get much more related. You know, you, you'll integrate people more into your solutions and have a better relationship with them if you can take that time to actually stop and let your brain do the work that it needs to in the way that it does it best. But that means literally putting time in your diary to do nothing. And and the one thing that I do think is that when, when people are encouraged to do nothing and just do nothing, then that's not helpful. So one of the things that I suggest is that you spend a bit of time framing the problem. What is it that you want to, to have a better solution for? You know, so you really know what the elements are and then do nothing because then your brain's got something to work on. <laughs> 